What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. It's Wednesday, August 5th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. States continue to largely go it alone with how they respond to the coronavirus outbreak. Without a set of national guidelines, they are relying on their local public health officials when deciding to reclose portions of their economies. Many are taking a county-by-county approach as cases and deaths rise and fall. Ted Mann, reporter for The Wall Street Journal, joins us for more. Thanks for joining us, Ted. Thanks for having me. Since the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of what's been going down as far as guidelines has kind of been every state for themselves. I know the CDC put out guidelines on how to reopen your state after the first initial stay-at-home orders, all that stuff went down. But now a lot of states are seeing rising cases and a lot of local health counties are looking at maybe closing down again or restricting businesses once again. And it's up to the states themselves to really figure out how to do it. I know Mississippi is imposing restrictions. California has a county watch list on what to do. Mm-hmm. Ted, tell us a little bit more about this. As you said, the CDC put out what it called gating criteria for how states should look at reopening. And so that was a selection of different criteria that included things like going 14 days with a declining rate of new infections. Some of them looked at the availability of hospital beds and in particular of ICU beds. And the idea was that as states were thinking about reopening, they could look at all of these six categories and use those to judge that they had gotten the infection under control and that it was safe to start slowly reopening. What we have not seen as explicitly from the federal government is the opposite of that. What are the criteria and what are specifically the triggers that states and cities should look to if cases start to go up again to say we either have to pause in our reopening or actually reimpose closure orders because we're starting to see this virus go out of control again? And at that time when states started reopening, a lot of them really didn't even follow those initial CDC guidelines. They were kind of Fudging it a little bit, saying, hey, we're close enough. Let's just kind of start going. And as we know now, a lot of people are pointing to just, you know, a lot of the states reopening too soon. And that's why we're seeing a lot of these rising cases. And now 
you know, as these numbers are going up, they're not even meeting those initial guidelines as well also where they could have reopened. So now it's kind of in this weird mode where they're starting to close down county by county, things like that. And I know residents are not happy with these new restrictions being reimposed again. Can't imagine residents like it or frankly that anyone who's in a position of political authority likes the idea of having to put these things back in place. As you said, there were places that reopened faster than others, and obviously they're taking public health seriously, but also they're under tremendous pressure because of all the economic pain that was being felt to try to restore some normalcy. I think you're going to see all of those same factors at play here when, you know, take one of the examples in our story, the state of Maryland is trying to do a very careful reopening. They have a governor who's been talking a lot about public health and taking it seriously. And at the same time, they have officials in Baltimore County, where the city of Baltimore is, who are saying, we are seeing way too many new cases. You have to just stop all this. And there's going to be a lot of that tension, I think, in places all over the country. And as you said, one of the groups we spoke to is actually a coalition of all these different organizations outside the government who are working on this. They put together this dashboard, which essentially COVID exit strategy, and it just shows how everybody's doing on those six initial criteria for reopening. And this is a day old, but as of yesterday, there were only four states in the country that were doing pretty well in terms of being out of the woods on the virus kind of propagating at the community level. Everybody else, even those that are quite open or that have been fairly aggressive in trying to combat the infection, is lagging in one or two or more indicators. Those states that were doing well, they were trending in the right way, were Connecticut, Maine, New York, and Vermont. And then they had a few other states that had a good downward trajectory in the number of documented cases. Those were Arizona, Mm -hmm. Iowa, Maine, Texas, and Utah, but that's yeah. still a lot of work yet to be done. So there was two states that you talked about a lot in your article, Mississippi and California. What are mm-hmm. they doing? Because I think they're doing the county by county approach and kind exactly. of playing it as they see fit. They're going county by county to try to decide which are the areas geographically where this virus seems to not be too much of a problem right now. And then which are those areas where it looks like we're getting a lot of community spread again and like the virus is starting to basically go out of control again. And so in in many cases, um, or at least in those cases, you have states essentially setting their own criteria for what constitutes too so prevalent a spread. In Mississippi, they basically said, if you have 500 new cases for every 100,000 residents in an area, that means you're growing too fast and we're going to impose new restrictions on, on what people can do. California also has this sort of watch list approach. And I think what you see there is these are political you know, elected officials who are trying to sort of get every benefit they can of reopening, trying to get their economies back to life a little bit where they can. But they know from looking at what is happening all over the country that the biggest problem is a hot spot of this disease, which will just grow like wildfire among a community of people unless you really clamp down on it. And so that's, I think, what they're trying to do at the state level is isolate those areas where there's a real risk of the disease spreading like crazy again. I'm in California, so I'm kind of seeing how Governor Gavin Newsom is playing all of this. And he shut down barbershops and hair salons. But, you know, as things kind of were progressing and and they were arguing, saying, hey, let us open, they kind of took a compromise and let them resume operations, but you got to do it outdoors. So (laughs) there's just Mm -hmm. a lot, as you keep saying, everybody's making it up as they go. And the president keeps saying, I really think all these states should start reopening, but there is no central leadership on this, even from the CDC on on these kind of 
what they should do as cases go up and, and uh, close down again. It's very situational, so we'll have to keep monitoring and see how it all plays out. Ted Mann, reporter for The Wall Street Journal, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.